Damn, 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 son, where'd you find this? Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 86 of the Fly Route Podcast. I'm Anthony, a.k.a. Tony Playboy, a.k.a. Game Ball Tony, a.k.a. Free Base Bengals. Y'all got any a.k.a.s for yourself today? What's up, y'all? It's Sam, a.k.a. Yankees AL East Division Champs. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it for me. Man, y'all already know I'm rocking all season. Um, AKA Mac and Cheese. Y'all already know it's the Street, baby. Um, no coordinator needed. But we, we still, we still talking about it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the still out on that one. The committee still out on It's Cliff, AKA Glove, AKA Coop. 2 0, shoot 3 0. I'm going back to last season. So, hey. Hey, hey. All right, y'all. Look, first is first. Make sure you like, subscribe, follow wherever you're listening, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. We are live every Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. Central, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Today, we got a lot of good stuff for you, recapping week three of the NFL season and getting into week four. All right, let's start off with the news. All right, our guy Keese is not here this week, so I'm taking over the news. First in the NFL Jets' second-year quarterback, Zach Wilson, has been medically cleared. It is Zach Wilson time. The Joe Flacco experiment is over. He's expected to start Sunday versus the Steelers. He's been out with a knee injury that he sustained in week one of the preseason, so that means Joe Flacco will be moving to the backup role after a a really good comeback win, but a one-and-two start for the Jets. Uh, All of the Saints are hurt. Jameis Winston held out of practice today. He's expected to return to practice tomorrow, but he has a fractured back. Alvin Kamara, uh, rib injury, was limited in practice. Jarvis Landry, with an ankle injury, didn't practice. Michael Thomas, with a toe injury, did not practice. So uh, if you have any of the Saints in fantasy, I would say uh, Chris Olave is a go, but I don't know about anybody else. Uh, Patriots quarterback Mac Jones missed time with an ankle injury, sustained Sunday versus the Ravens. Brian Hoyer is expected to start for the Patriots Sunday versus Green Bay. And they'll monitor Jones' progress week to week. They also have a rookie waiting in the wings. T.O., do you think there's any chance the rookie gets to see some time during this? It depends on how bad the vet Brian Horry plays, honestly. Um, I mean, if he just looks bad, then what's wrong with throwing Zappy out there and getting him some game experience? So, I mean, he he's a, he's a guy that can sling the ball, honestly. So, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing him. Brian Horry, we know he's not going to be – Elevate us at all to win any kind of games. Uh, like the younger guy could. But said it's a wrap for Brian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a wrap for my guy. He's not gonna do nothing to wow you. He just go. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He 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 gonna like he he's a very smart player. He's a very smart quarterback. So like he knows what should happen. But I feel like you know a younger guy would has a bit more and and Bailey Zapp has a bit more potential than a Brian Horry does. For sure. So that should be interesting. Also on the injury front, Colts running back Jonathan Taylor was added to the injury report and didn't practice today with a toe injury. For the Ravens, Michael Pierce suffered a bicep tear in Sunday's win over the Patriots. The Ravens are going to keep doing tests and address how to move forward to see if he could play at some point in the season, so they haven't ruled him out. And J.K. Dobbins was a limited participant in practice today with a chest injury. After having his uh, NFL debut on Sunday, he was drafted last year. Uh, and has been derailed since last year's preseason with multiple bad leg injuries. So tough to see him go uh, onto the injury report today after just now being able to get into a game. And then we have a couple quick hitters from the NBA. The preseason starts Friday, Warriors versus Wizards. Uh, So we'll get some NBA-level basketball. That should be exciting. NBA Media Day happened. It was like all in all not very controversial, but there was some drama Brooklyn Nets media day was kind of interesting. Kyrie, Kevin, and Ben Simmons and company all seemed ready to play. Everyone downplayed KD's trade request. He had requested that Steve Nash and Sean Marks be fired. None of them seemed to to really give that much validity. And everyone was just like, yeah, we're excited to play. And KD's comments were interesting. He was just like, they couldn't trade me because I'm so valuable. So, yeah, I have to stay here. And it – it's good to see Kevin Durant still believes in himself. 
He's not. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that, Sam. Like, he lying. He's not. It's just funny. It's just a funny way of saying it. Uh, the Suns media day was definitely, like, the most dramatic in the wake of the, the Robert Sarver announcement of selling the team. Super awkward uh, questions about their commitment to DeAndre Ayton over the summer. He seems like he's pissed. Um, him and Monty Williams said they hadn't talked since they benched him in the Dallas series. So uh, it's going to be on them to repair that. But uh, one thing that is being reported is that Robert Sarver was kind of the main one who did not want to give Aiton the extension. And with him being gone, there's a, a, a sort of potential for uh, mending on both sides of that relationship. Jay Crowder wants to be traded from the Suns. And Chris Paul says he learned nothing from the Dallas series, which I just thought was funny. <laughs> uh, Boston head coach Ime Udoka has been suspended for a year for what's been described as an inappropriate relationship or relationships within the organization and behavior in the workplace. More coming out about that every day. Um, honestly, you should just Google it if you want to know more. Um, and on the in injury front, the NBA Bulls guard Lonzo Ball is likely going to be out for the season after getting his second knee surgery. Obuli, I feel for you as a Bulls fan, as a Lakers fan, and, and, and Lonzo supporter, I feel for him especially. It just sucks that he can't be out there on the court when he's been so good and improved, especially like shooting so much. So it, it's tough to, to hear that him say that he can't even run and jump without experiencing pain. So oh, yeah, it's not he looking good. Go up the stairs. That's crazy. Go up the stairs. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think we're going to see him this year at all. If, if, if we see him on this contract again, like, ugh. Yeah, luckily, Io DeSumo looked good as a rookie, and Patrick Williams looks like he lost a good amount of weight and is in really good shape coming into to media day. He made sure to Zion have too. Zion, too. Yo. There, are couple, there are a couple people that showed James up Harden to lost 100 pounds. Guns out. <laughs> there are a couple yeah. people that showed up to media day. Guns out. Gyms. Zion, Patrick gym Williams. Losses. Boy, Zion got that weight clause in that contract and says, I'm, I'm gonna get this money. <laughs> I'm gonna get this money. <laughs> Yo. But yeah, any, they hit that. Do any of y'all have clause. do any of y'all have any other news? That was it for me. Uh, oh. anything big other than uh, you know, pray for our fellow Floridian Keese um and Florida residents down there yeah. who, you know, are getting affected due to the hurricane. So Definitely, you know, give a shout out and, um, you know, y'all definitely in our thoughts and prayers. For sure. Uh, only thing I got is the Chargers are in the same boat as the Saints. The, uh, Herbert rib injury. Joey Bosa is on IR now. So is Rashawn Slater. The yeah, he out for the season. Yeah. Damn. So they are also in a, in quite a bind uh, as a as a group as a group. <laughs> he said, "Oh, y'all care." <laughs> That's Keith talking about all y'all care. All right, all right, all right. Dope, dope, dope. Where are we at now? We going into the RPO? Yes, sir. Let's, let's run it. All right. Some spicy questions for y'all today. Let's hear it. All right. So the first one actually for you, Tony. So now, after a disappointing start, zero and three by a total of only 13 points, which is very close, should I say. Will the Raiders be able to make the playoffs now that Justin Herbert, dealing with an injury and all of their other injuries as well, and um, their team didn't look as good in week three either, and this was prior to all these, you know, season-ending injuries and things. And then also, Russ is serving plates instead of cooking. So <laughs> this is supposed to be a loaded AFC West. So can they still make the playoffs after starting 0-3, given all of the factors in the AFC West? So before last week, I would have said absolutely not. Now I can say it's possible just because the Broncos are 2-1, and one, right? The Chiefs are 2-1, and one, but the Chargers are also 1-2. and two. So I don't know how much faith you have in the Broncos based off what you have seen so far. But to me, I think the Raiders have played better overall football 
than the Broncos, except for choking in every fourth quarter possible. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, if we, yeah, if we count all the quarters equally, the Raiders have played more good football than the Broncos have so far this season. So I still believe it is possible. I do not believe it is likely. And the way the AFC West is shaking up so far, it is looking like quite a disappointment because we just watched Herbert and the Chargers get dog-walked by the Jaguars. Dog-walked by the Jaguars. So, hey, right now I'm saying it's still possible. There is hope because the rest of the division is not world beaters like we expected them to be so far, but it's not hyper-likely. Okay, okay. So the next one here is for Sam. So the last time all all teams in the AFC East were over 500 was at the end of the 2002 season. So the Dolphins are now the lone undefeated team in the AFC with a 3-0 record. So is the AFC or AFC East division the Dolphins to lose? This one had me a little bit conflicted because I like the phrase you used last week when you said, it is till it isn't when you were talking about the 49ers. So with that in mind, I almost ran with it, but I'm going to pass. I, I think the Bills are still my favorite to win that division and win the AFC. And I'm not the only one that thinks so. Vegas still has them minus 240 to win the division. So I think that they're definitely going to have to win the second matchup to, to make sure the, the Dolphins don't have a tiebreaker on them. And with all the other factors, I still think the Bills will end up with a better record. For sure. Agreed on that. Um, I don't know. I saw a video of a dude who was kind of breaking down Josh Allen a little bit. And I was like, mm, okay, okay. Throwing dirt on Josh Allen? Uh, listen, I had to send it after the pie. But I was like, hey, he kind of got a point after watching the yeah. video. Seeing all talking. right, all right. Josh Allen was supposed to come in being the runaway MVP favorite. And he is now lucky to be number three. At best, oh, Lamar he, ain't, that. he ain't above yeah. Lamar and he ain't above Jalen Hurts right now, so he is lucky sure. to be third at best right now. And matter of fact, some people might say fourth because two out here. I'm about to say two, two, yeah, I mean, two out here. So I'm just saying he's lucky to be top five <laughs> right now. So mm, I'm not throwing no dirt on his name. I'm just saying he was supposed to be the runaway favorite this year, and we ain't seeing that right now. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. besides the last week, yeah. he's kind of been he's, yeah, he's kind of been laying right. it on people, except for last week. <laughs> we Dolphins, all knew you were for Keith. Dolphins defense is really good, though. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, for yes, sure. it is. Yeah. That helps. Oh, yeah. But you know, we've seen Brady get some MVPs with some really good defenses too. Facts. Yeah. And, and so, so, so was the Eagles D. The Eagles D is. Oh, I don't mean Demon for Tua. I, ju- I just mean Josh Allen had to play them last week. So he might oh, okay. not have had, you, you know. I mean, that uh, Bills defense took a hit too. I mean, that Bills, the secondary. Yeah, it's so, hot. So, I mean, hey, that, that changes things. You lose a guy like that. Especially mm-hmm. against especially against those guys, Tyreek and, and Waddle, man. So. Didn't they just sign Xavier Rhodes to try to beef that back up after? Listen, I, don't know. I don't know how, how much that's going to help. Look. They need bodies. Oh. That was been washed up enough. though. It's about like you need bodies at this Who point. They ain't got bodies. <laughs> Who Who I don't want them covering either one of those guys. Hey. <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. Who you finna They got the Ravens this week and Lamar been torching people through the air, so it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I don't even think he's sticking our receivers. Or even the Ra- I, he, I, he ain't sticking Rashad Bateman. Hey. Damn, maybe you think he put him on Devin Duvernay? Hell no. <laughs> too slow. He too slow. <laughs> too slow. You try to get physical with him at the line, Jim. Hey, look, we're going to be on Mark <laughs> Andrews. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the only person he might have a chance against, just because of, like, honestly, the I'm going to say speed and agility because he's not the fastest. Nah, so. we're going to be on Rose Watch to see what he do this week. <laughs> how he oh, yeah. how he gonna show up? Mark that down as an X because I, I definitely <laughs> want to see how he finna act this week. How he gonna show up if he plays? So, Cliff, I got another one for you here. So, are the Bengals too talented for a Super Bowl hangover, and are the Jags ahead of schedule? The reason I say are the Jags ahead of schedule is because their defense has only allowed ten points in the past two games, and they. 
outscored their opponent what, 68 to 10. So, I mean. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I think, yeah, they, they, they honestly, had, honestly had high hopes for the Jags. Like, even though like the Jags are the Jags and like, maybe they changed, <laughs> but uh, it did. It, I, I, I remember saying when I was talking about boys, the Titans fan, I was like, don't, don't sleep on the Jags. Don't sleep on the Jags. Like if they figure it out, I mean, they can go. Um, so how I feel about that. I think, I think they are, you know, they played the Colts and they played the charters and, you know, you know, they beat the Colts convincingly shut out like defensively and then gave up 10 to the charters would have hurt, you know, with injuries with the charters, but you still held, that offense in Herbert, you know, to 10 points. So I think that's pretty different. And honestly, the commander stole one in week one, in my opinion. Um, stole one. So it's I mean, looking yeah, like so. it. Yes, it, it, it is. You know, that, that, that ass was bad. They just got this pass. Like, hey, hey. So that's, I mean, I think the Jazz can definitely, you know, I think they're definitely ahead of schedule. Obviously, you didn't expect them to be two and one through the start of the fir- uh, first three games. Uh, they got an Eagles this week, so hey. Oh yeah, we we gonna we gonna see. Hey, what that's, about now that's that's a that's a, Yo, that's a bar game. That's go, that's gonna be a test game. I I'm I'm excited to see the two young. I, I can expect for them to lose if it's a respectable loss. Like if they don't lose bad, the line is six and a half. The line is six and a half. If they don't lose bad, what if they win? Like hey, guys, hey, listen, like, I'm not hey, losing that either. Hey, look. Hey, look. I mean, I think the Eagles are, are legit. Don't get me wrong. I'm a Cowboys fan. I, I still say it and it hurt to say it, but I think they're legit. But I think the Jags are a team that is really good. And, again, if they've figured it out or if they figure it out, like they can be a good team with the pieces they have. And they went and spent yeah. that money. They spent all that money for a reason. So, What y'all okay. think about this comment from Davey? Yeah, so, I think uh, we should go right into the fantasy segment, then do uh, on-field bouquet since we got this question right here from Davey. Okay. So shout-out to Davey. You got – Half PPR league, pick a running back and a flex player. He has Josh Jacobs, Devin Singletary, and Curtis Samuels. I will say, I I believe your flex should be Curtis Samuels. He's been money every single yeah, week consistent, sure. which is crazy because you should expect yeah. that to be scary Terry. But Carson Carson has really liked Curtis Samuel and is really dude's getting like seven plus targets a game. So I he's healthy. I'm, That's the big thing. He's yeah. healthy this year. So yeah. mm-hmm. and I I'm not a big fan of Josh. So I'm not he's a big too, fan of Devin. He's, he's, he's a lot of touches. Hey, De- hey, De- hey, Devin, Devin, Devin got, got hella hella catches this past week in, in Target. So that was against us a good team. So he might be, but they just too crowded back there. And Josh Jacobs don't get no love in the past game. So it's like Yeah, he need a lot of touches to get any kind of Yeah, he needs to score touchdowns one. and run the yeah. ball. So definitely right. Curtis. But you need a running back too. You need a running back and a flex. So you got to pick one of Josh and Devin. You know, <laughs> I mean, Devin's looked Devin's like? look, look the best out of Devin's looked the best out of out of the Bills running back. So I mean, and he just had a really good game catching the ball. So they're gonna be. And he runs hard. Like he Let's runs see who hard. The Raiders play this week because that's gonna be the big question too. Uh, I want to say the Raiders. Unless have, they play a, a weak run defense, I wouldn't start Josh Jacobs. To be honest, they play the Broncos. That's the, Bron- day the Broncos' defense has been solid, though. Yeah. The offense has just been shitting the bed. And the Bills yeah. have the uh, Ravens. Devin Singletary has been nah, in half PPR, not- averaging 12.1. Josh Jacobs has been averaging 10.7. Uh, the projections like Josh Jacobs this week more. Devin Singletary has been better over the course of the season. So, I mean, take that for what you will, but – I think we're all in agreement that Curtis Samuel out of out of all those players is number one. Definitely. And then, and then just being on the Bills helps Devin Singletary a For good sure. bit. They don't punt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess punt. I guess we say in that Curtis and Flex, Devin Singletary in your running back spot. I like sure. that. I like that. If we have anybody else with some fantasy questions, I'm feeling those. We will we about to get into a segment led by Cliff talking about his most surprising and disappointing fantasy performances from this week. So any other fantasy questions, put them in the chat. Let us know. Yeah. So I, my, one of them was really easy for me because he hurt me in two leagues and you know, (laughs) um, 
most disappointing for me this week was Darren Waller. I mean, he had, I think, five targets, three catches. The two that he didn't get were drops in the end zone. Like, you can't. (laughs) You can't do that to me, dog. You can't. You can't do that to me. Cost me. Hey, look. Hey, I told T.O. I lost. I lost in our in our league to Finney because because he don't want to score. So look, two two touchdowns on your only two. Come on, man. You can't do that to me. So uh, now, am I going to bitch Darren Waller? Absolutely not. But <laughs> that, <laughs> that said, I'm ready to get hurt again. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. I'll, t- I'll live with that. But catch the ball up. <laughs> so please. I mean, those uh, are the ones he typically catches, though. Man, the, the one, the one when he was going to the right to the corner of the end zone, kid hurt, man. I mean, mm. the other one was like front end zone, like tough one. But the other one, hey, like that's a tough question right here. Make the play. Keith, do you trade or release Russell Wilson or wait for him to cook? Oh, man, if you got the bench spot, stash him. But otherwise, get that yeah. nigga out of here. He is, <laughs> he is unless, unless, somebody, unless somebody is starving for you or you in a, uh, a, deep, you league. a, yeah, a yeah. deep league, like, I don't see Bro, You might as well start marketing. There is up. one thing that's kind of oh, that, that, that's kind of <laughs> conflicting. They're playing the Raiders, who are 29th against the pass this year. So I think if there's one week you still throw him out there, this is the last week. And if he's bad, get rid of him because he's bad against one of the worst teams against the past. That'll tell you all you need to know. Yeah, I start Marcus. Hey, I don't know what you're gonna get him. for him though. <laughs> I start Marcus <laughs> Mariota over hey, look, him. Hey, look, he got he might have to make a decision because if he's bad this week, he might not got no value. He's got a drop player. Yeah, he's still gonna yeah. be there until he start cooking. I would put him on your bench because I mean, yeah, you're not gonna get anything for him selling him that. Russ low. may be waiting until it get get cold out before he start cooking because he, <laughs> he, be he, he must be too hot out right now because he he can't nah. Um, so my most my, my honestly most surprising player this week um, was Devontae Smith. I think um, I think I think now that. He's a can be a number two, which I think he is. Um, I think last year kind of showed he, I mean, he had some plays, but he just couldn't be consistent. Like, uh, and I think AJ Brown is a great supporting cast with him. Those two are going to be a problem. He had eight catches for 169 yards and two TDs. And the, the route he had, the, the two back to back plays he had on the touchdown drive where he bagged two of them, three of them. And then um, the bag in the end zone, um, you know, just being that active, I think he's going to be a good young receiver to go with A.J. Brown in that offense. All right, Cliff, since you're the Cowboys fan, you got to answer that. Hey, CD went crazy last week. Yeah, he man. did. You, uh, you, shit. You, Sam, Sam popped my shit in one of our leagues off CD. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, man, I had to can't... get you back. I had to get you back for week one because you beat my ass in the fly rat league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. Unless you got somebody like, I like, uh, like, unless you go take a chance with a Romeo Dobbs or like, or, or, or. Somebody that you knows, or, or like, uh, I mean, even a Lazard who you know is gonna get a touchdown. I mean, the man just he just they find a way to just throw in the ball in the red zone, and like he's gonna get his touchdown. Like he's not gonna he's not gonna do much, but he's gonna get his TD. It's what it's looking like so far. They don't have a lot of options out there in Green Bay right now with Sammy going to IR, Dobbs and Dobbs and Lazard are those guys. But I don't I don't think you bench CD unless yeah unless so. you got unless you got a luxury like. Or you're gonna take a chance on on a younger guy, but all right. Uh Davey says I want zero RB in the draft. Had Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, AJ Brown at wide receiver, Kelsey at tight end, running back. I got Chase Edmonds, Josh Jacobs, and Devin Singletary. Ended up trading Jamar for Dalvin Cook. Thoughts. Man, the way Dalvin mm. Cook has been playing this season, that's tough play. Cause uh Dalvin Cook ah. has been like a 12 point ceiling this season in full PPR. So I don't know. Jamar hasn't been la- like lights out like last year, but that trade, ugh, I don't know. That, that's that tough. trade was tough. Yeah, yeah that's, that tough. Was tough. that's tough. I don't know if I did. I mean, if you really need a running back, I see what you're saying because Edmonds, I, I think 
I've always that, been that, like, that backfield is crowded too, though. It, it's it's crowded, but but it's an injury away from being like different. Like because yeah. right now Edmonds and Moistered, and then uh, I think Gaskins like. That once that if that if something happens there that could change. I already told you how I feel about Josh Jacobs and Devin Singletary's like a, I mean a hit or miss. Um, but having AJ Brown, and I and if I was gonna get rid of one of those guys, it would have been T Higgins just because. That's what, the, that's what I'm saying. Just, yeah. But just because of the big playability by Chase, but T Higgins can can also get you a game. I just don't think he's gonna be as consistent. I um, get why you got you like an AJ Dillon. Too. I get why you wouldn't want to yeah. have both on your team. I would have took an AJ Dillon for yeah, him. Yeah, T would have got you like an AJ Dillon, uh, like um, uh, the older running back on the Patriots, so Damian Harris, who are giving you like the same solid. Yeah, yeah. Right now, that big uh, playability, he can he can go for a thirty piece. I, I mean, Dalvin Dalvin kid too, but after the injury though too, I don't know when you traded him or anything, but yeah. injury the shoulder injury, but they say he's fine and. He's that's he was already hurt. Yo, this yeah, he hurt it last year. He'd been hurt because I had him in fantasy. He was it was hurt all last year, and I don't even I don't know think he ever fixed yeah. it. No, they said like, it was always broken, like it was always torn. I don't think he ever got it fixed, but he refused before to play with the harness. So basically, since he wasn't playing with the harness to keep it in place, it got knocked back out of place and re-dislocated. They're like He's now going to put the harness back on. <laughs> he should have been had it on. This man had been playing with it like that, and and that's hot, tough for a running back too. With all the touches you get, and, and mm-hmm. you lower your shoulder on people. So, yeah, I don't know. I, that's crazy that it was torn the whole time, and he just wasn't harnessed. Yeah, and he was still like, playing through it. Like just yeah. he was playing. He didn't miss a lot of games at all. Like he was playing through it. So respect there, but. You got, you got to, you got to look out. He should have had surgery over the off season, bro. Like, oh, for sure. For I don't sure. know why. I don't know. I don't know. But why I can he... see. Honestly, I can see. I can see if, if Dalvin Cook could stay healthy, though. I can see the value in that trade, for like sure. he said here, because he's gonna get the touches. So, and the, and the thing about Dalvin is, it's not like he's primarily like, let's say, like a, a Derrick Henry. Like, you're not really from the past, Derrick Henry, the ball. But Dalvin Cook, I mean, he catches passes. But he's not. That's the weird thing. So Keith's talking about how the offensive scheme has changed and they're way less relying on him, which is like because before they used to workhorse Dalvin. Oh, they did. And everything used to function off play action for Kirk. It wasn't like they have a passing widespread offense with a running back that's very good and that kind of flip. Now they're just passing and spread instead of we we forcing Cook down your throat. You gonna load the box? We are gonna hit you with the play action. They don't really do that like they used to, right? But like, I feel like defensive head coach, their big playability with like you know with um Jay Jettis, you know now. Oh, bro, talk about disappointing. Man had four points last. He week. hurt. He hurt me. He hurt. He hurt me, bro. Cook the last two weeks, I think he only had eight against the yeah. Eagles. Yeah, ten. I think snap, snap. Week one, and we like, oh yeah, Jed is. <laughs> it's time. It's hey, time. Hey, hey, look, he do for one this week. Who they got? Look, who they this, this <laughs> yeah. I, I hope he. I'm never going. I can't see Ain't no him. way, bro. Ain't no way. I you think he was my first pick in the draft. You got to see that, man. That's not a. That's not a conversation. Only time he said it's bye week. The bye week is the only time. Yeah. Ain't no way, man. Yeah. Sports with this oh, it's a $50 yeah. prize league. Is your uh, David says it's a $50 prize league? Is it 50 buy in or 50 total? He'll get to us in a second. Uh, oh, they got the Saints this week. The, I, like, I'm just like, yo, what's going on? The Vikings are just like discombobulating this season. I can't I mean, lie. Can have a good game against Lattimore, though, honestly. Like, the only he person we know Lattimore gonna show up for is Mike Evans. <laughs> <laughs> He goes deep on Mike Evans always. Hey. <laughs> always. Mike Evans do not want smoke with mans. All right. Um, we got Cliff with the offensive, what the players of the week from week three up next. Uh, unless we have any more fantasy questions. Uh, one that more. Keep coming through. Yeah. Oh, that 250. That 250. Ooh. Yeah, that's Ooh. nice. That's nice. That is nice. I'll take, I'll take second place, too. <laughs> All right, yo, Toya in the chat. What's up, Toya? All right, since Toya's not playing me or Sam this week, 
I who would you start between Kareem Hunt and Khalil Herbert? My if first David choice. Montgomery doesn't play, no doubt Khalil Herbert. One hundred percent. But if David yeah. Montgomery does play, I, maybe even still Khalil. Let me see who he, who he played. Yeah, who they got? Bears are playing they, they play the Giants. They play the Falcons. He should be able to. The Cleveland plays the Falcons. Bears play the Giants. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on if, like you said, David Montgomery. If David Montgomery does, doesn't play, Khalil Herbert's yeah. going. 20, Hunt's going to get the catches, and Herbert, but Herbert's going to get all of it. Like yeah. if, if Montgomery's not playing, it's definitely Herbert. And I if think we run the ball. We run yeah. the ball at Chicago right now. We yeah. we we running that boy because Fields throws like twelve passes a game. Like he is not throwing the ball <laughs> like that. We get like three hundred yards on the ground every game. So he is going to super eat. And y'all got the Giants. The, yeah, and we got I mean, the Giants. We, we we ran well against the Giants, and exactly. Mm-hmm. Anthony, I'm sorry. This is, this is such a funny stat. I don't know where it is anymore, but coming into the week, Justin Herbert was 33rd in passing yards, and there are only 32 teams. Oh, <laughs> Justin Fields, yes, <laughs> Justin Fields, Field. Justin Fields. Yes, yeah. it was. It did happen. Goodness, uh, look, these I, eight, the, I, I got my boys back. That's all I know. I got my boys back. <laughs> He's going to get it done. People are really writing him off way too soon. And his rookie season was a fucking wash because, like, Matt Nagy, like. Hey, they're winning, too. I mean, they're, they got a perfect hey, record. We, we are winning despite him, not because of him. And I hope we yeah. can get to the point where we win because of him. But, like, people write him off way too soon. We saw how long it took Josh Allen to go off. Uh, it is Herbert's time to eat. He go, yeah. He he scored thirty on one of my benches too this week, Toya. Uh, I was mad I sat him, but if he if David Montgomery is out, just like last year when David Montgomery missed four games, Khalil Herbert was like a top life. twelve running back yeah. every single week. He is yeah. very Javante Williams esque, where he does not go down in first contact like almost ever. So like, and he also split in carries. I will say Chubb, Chubb, uh, Keith said Chubb is going insane right now. We we agree. Um, Hunt's main value is going to be in the passing downs, which I don't think becomes super prevalent unless somehow Atlanta could get a really big lead. And stop Chubb. <laughs> and, and stop Chubb, yeah. Hunt's still, a, Hunt's still a top 15 back right now, but it's coming off of mainly a really strong week one performance. He put up like 23 and then has had nine last two weeks but if you're in a full ppr league like the the debate one we're in he's still valuable because he catches passes he's still getting like five targets yeah. a game they'll try to get him in the box too they be trying yeah. yeah all right we appreciate you uh we always appreciate all the questions that we can get from y'all we'll answer all your fantasy questions until we get some more of those we got we got cliff hitting us with the players of the week from week three Yes, sir. Uh, I went with an obvious pick for the offensive player. I mean, Lamar Jackson. I mean, it, I mean, <laughs> 200, 218 passing yards, 107 on the ground, four passing touchdowns, and a rushing touchdown. He had a pick, but, I mean, he had five TDs, 300 all-purpose yards, um, and a dub. I mean, we didn't even lose he, that bad. And he getting them through the air. It was a, it was a double oh, against the Patriots too. So I, it was a double against the Patriots, and that gets a little more against Bill Belichick. That gives a little more, uh, mm. a little more sauce on them. <laughs> but uh, I mean, look, look Mac Jones was moving. He was <laughs> he was he was running. He was using his legs. He was gritty. He was he he was feeling himself. We have a chance. Echo could not support all that bullshit. <laughs> We had a chance, so we would have just that man hurt, hurt, boy. Yeah, he he looked like he was in big pain. That's a high that shit high was hard to see. Man. Yeah, <laughs> that shit was hard to see. Hey Cam, <laughs> hey Cam, hey, hey, Cam, Cam might come back, even though he kept saying it. It was a bad look call, to come through on teams in the in the middle of the season. He said Lamar getting two sixty plus <laughs> guarantee. He better. He right better. He sit. Y'all should have paid him already. Yeah, so man, you know, he, yeah, mean, that's on. That's he, on. That's on them. He turned. He's he's turning up, man. He's obviously number one MVP candidate candidate right now. Um, but uh, he's definitely the offensive player of the week. Defensive player of the week, I gave to a um, a safety, a young 
Um, safety for the Texans. Uh, Jalen Pitier, I think that's how you say his last name. He's okay. a rookie. Oh, he P-I-T-R-E. Had, yeah, I don't Pitray, Pitray. I think it's Pitier. Eight, he had eight total tackles, a sack, and two picks. Um, pretty sure it was a losing effort, but I think for a rookie, uh, I mean, there were some other guys that I could have considered, like Hendricks, you know, guys like that. But I think for a rookie to have, you know, a game like that and be that involved is um, solid, in my opinion. No, uh, no special teams player this week. I, I just say there wasn't nobody that. I thought you was gonna give it to the Broncos punter because that man was going stupid. <laughs> <laughs> he was so dumb. He like man and said they should have gave him Russell. Oh, Russell he did Scott say that. Right. Yeah. The Broncos punter was going stupid. And that, it was it was a crazy week for punters, man. We got punters <laughs> kicking it off the ass. We got you know. Oh yeah. Man. <laughs> But um, yeah, that was that was that was he definitely was eating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Punter. Yeah, that was going crazy. I right, hey, yo, what we got up next? We got the uh, game preview for Week Four. So we got. I know that's not how you meant it, but show that shit was hilarious. Toy so says special teams is a vulgar phrase for me this week. <laughs> Yo, because Toya is a Chiefs fan and they've been dealing with the injury of Harrison Bucker and having to use the backup. I'm surprised they just ain't signing another kick. I'm about to say, why Justin, Justin yeah. Reese? <laughs> just let him let him do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because he'd be missing. Rodrigo Blankenship is on the street. They could have signed Destroy. He would have got them right for a couple Hey, that's, hey. <laughs> hey, you're me. Yeah, you know, they the Chiefs could have signed Destroy and got themselves oh, right boy. for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just like, yo, they they going with Justin Reed. And, like, I mean, it's, it's causing some – I think that kind of costed them that game, for sure. Yeah. I think they should have beat the Colts, but, you know. They better, they better find a kicker or, yeah. or play four-down football. I mean. I mean, <laughs> look, we did. We got a new kicker, Fire Mandela. Okay. I, I Okay, that's good. You got the new guy. Um, former kicker from the Jags. Oh, shit. I think I know who you're talking about. Um, the dude that got – Josh Lambeau? The dude that got kicked by Urban Meyer? That might be him, No. Uh, okay, so we should have went with Justin Reed immediately. Uh, uh, was what Toya said, according to Keith, the new kicker is the one that missed. Yeah, Emin, Emin, is yeah, Amendola, or whatever you say his name. Yeah, yeah. Amendola. I'm yeah. telling you, and you might as well give Justin Reed, he already on the roster, he, he playing. Let yeah, him, yeah, let him do something else. Week, yeah. All right, that's facts. Yeah, and apparently, Bucker should be back this Sunday, so hopefully, that solves a lot of their wells. They should have just played four down football. Hurt. Yo, and honestly, it was crazy because uh, you know you saw Mahomes and Bietemi get into it on the sidelines because Mahomes wanted hey. to shoot the bomb, and he was like, "Nah, man, we taking ass to the side." <laughs> hey, there was a Sean McCoy said that wasn't yeah. the one talking about out there. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, but Lashawn McCoy clearly got some slight beef because he's been talking shit about KC since he they did. cut him. He was talking yeah. shit about Andy Reid on IG last season, so like. Grain of salt with all that shit, especially if you already got beef with shit that's going on. Uh, Sky Moore has got a lot of hype, man. And I'm like, I'm I like I like I like Sky Moore. He's a rookie. He's it's gonna take some time. He got so many other receivers in front of him that yeah. like it's not a lot of pressure on him for to be great just yet. So you he know he's gonna act well though. He's, yeah. he's, going, he's going to be solid for them once. Once he finds his role in the offense and Mahomes get comfortable with him, he'll be all right. For sure. Mm-hmm. Toya says he big big boy is big bitter, and, <laughs> and he says Shady out here flip flopping. His last <laughs> season, he was on the offensive coordinator, the enemy side. Yo, um, we got one more fantasy question from Davey, which is who y'all starting this week? Mike Williams or Cortland Sutton? Uh, so the Broncos have. The Raiders. The Raiders, which, I mean, that should bode good for a big Cortland Sutton week. Yeah, he's been, he's been solid as of late, too. He's been a solid yeah. 12, 15, somewhere but around there. Yeah, Mike Russell Williams. Williams. 
My, I like Cortland Sutton. I think he's the most stable option here because he already has a great rapport and the matchup is very good. However, Mike Williams is in a situation where Keenan Allen may still be out and then the new receiver who would be getting a ton of play just tore his ACL and is out for the season. Like I think it's oh, Guyton. Guyton, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Guyton. yeah. So there ain't a lot of there ain't a lot of bodies for the ball to go around to. Like Mike Williams and Jared Everett are gonna be if, if Keenan out on the field, then if Keenan out on the field, then he's the one. So, but I mm-hmm. think Keenan's yeah, trending sure. to play this week. So, and okay, I have him, and I have him. So I hope he does play. <laughs> but uh, Portland for sure. I think I think yeah for sure. Okay. And it, yeah, That's if bad. Justin Herbert were healthy, that would maybe help Mike Williams' case too. For sure. yeah, consistency. But on the other hand. Russ has been ass. So like, <laughs> hey, yo, Corey hey, is still big he's, he's getting though. the ball. To, he's especially getting the ball. To him, though. PPR, true, especially yeah, if you true. got PPR, Cortland's been eating on like short routes that go nowhere. But yep. them points is <laughs> the points. The points. The points. Once you get in the box, it's even better. Like, hey, you good? Yeah. You're yeah. a twenty point guy. You get in the box. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we got our game previews this week. First, we're going to talk about the game of the week this week. For me, it is undeniably Bills-Ravens. I think that those are the two best teams playing each other. The Ravens have looked fantastic and have slaughtered everything in their path. Um, and the Bills just lost to Miami, which the Ravens beat. And the Bills if the Bills lose two in a row, that's going to be mm-hmm. tough. And I think the way, that, the way that Lamar has been playing, the way that he's been slaughtering people through the air – and the Bills' current deficiencies on the back half of their defense, I am really looking forward to that game. My honorable mentions, um, yo, actually, yes, Davey has my honorable mention one. So Davey says Jags v. Eagles is a game to watch for me. That is my first honorable mention. Like, Eagles, Eagles are them. We know that. We've seen them do it. Good call, Davey. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, both lost to... The uh, both the Ravens and the Bills lost to the Dolphins. Last minute comeback by Tua. He threw mm-hmm. five touchdowns in that game. Okay. Yeah. Six. Um, but six. Yeah, six. Yeah. Six. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Keep him Yo, that dude's six, been going bro. crazy. <laughs> that dude's been going crazy. Yo, but Jags v. Eagles, I like that game a lot. The Jags look really good. Like, shockingly good for even people that thought the Jags were going to do a lot better. Trevor Lawrence looks like he is ascending into his, like, you know, out, yeah, his, his like, projected projected top 15 quarterback status. And I, I really want to see that game because if the Jags are real, we're going to see it this week against the Eagles because mm-hmm. the Eagles have been a unstoppable monster. So if the Jags are real, we're going to see it against the Eagles this week. Toya actually is talking about pissed off Mahomes versus pissed off Brady. That is my honorable mention to the third game. I got is chiefs versus bucks. The chiefs are on the road again. And that is just like major offense versus major defense. Like, Chiefs top half, top five, everything in offense. The the Bucks top five, everything in defense. Like that's going to be a game where teams are really going to have to match at their strengths a lot. And I don't know, Mike Mike Evans is back, which is going to be big for Brady. But their offense at no point has really looked amazing this year. So they got to keep up with Mahomes. And that's going to be difficult because the last time them they really went at it, you know. They got to play Mahomes with no offensive line. <laughs> and you know he wants that lick back. Oh yeah, you know he wants that lick back. I think they. Uh, I think the Bucks definitely. I get the run game going, and you know, yeah, you're gonna get Mike Evans back. But I don't know if they're gonna have Godwin. You're not probably gonna have Jones. Davey um, says he's questionable, so we'll yeah, see. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. So I think, yeah, but I do think they gotta get the run, the run game going to, because uh, I mean Brady trying to do everything and. You got to help with that offensive line, too. What's popping? Kilo Kel 6. How's it going? Let us know what team you repping in the chat. So we uh, get a little bit of info on you, how you moving. So those are the top three games that I feel. Davey also said that Godwin was limited in practice today, which is big because, like, if he practiced, he might play. Yeah, because he played week one. and I think they rushed him back week one. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I think that was very similar with Michael Gallup, and I'm happy we waited on him, and he might play this upcoming week. But, like, mm-hmm. they rushed – I don't know if he should have played right away, I think. They'd have won yeah, that game anyway. they both tore ACLs. <laughs> right? and look, they'd yeah. Have, yeah, they'd have won that game anyway, so mm-hmm. they did. So that's how I feel about that one. But they'll be all right. They're they going to – I mean, it's time. Okay. <laughs> Facts. Those are the top three games that I feel like are must-see TV this week. Moving down to the five fly picks and the bets going on. Recapping last week, I went two and three. I mean, I really got I'm really getting cooked this season, y'all. The Raiders <laughs> and the Niners choked at the end of those games. It ruined what could have been a nice 4-1 weekend for me. So we're gonna get it back in blood this week. And I got game one. Cardinals versus Panthers. The Cardinals are one and a half point favorites. This is counterintuitive because the history of this matchup says you should bet the Panthers with high confidence. But this Mm. team's offense this year, both teams' offense looked really similar. The Panthers' defense have been much better. However, the Panthers have played the Browns, Giants, and Saints, while the Cardinals have played the Chiefs, Raiders, and Rams. So the Cardinals' strength of schedule have just been so much harder. That like I'm I'm a hundred percent feeling like the Cardinals should be able to take this one even on the road. This point spread is one and a half, so that should be that should be pretty pretty good. That should be pretty good. Uh, game two is Chiefs Bucks. Chiefs are one points favorites. I am taking Chiefs Kingdom to upset the Bucks at home. Well, on the road against the Bucks. The Bucks are at home. This game. Talked about it earlier about the defensive matchup versus the offensive matchup. I'm just betting Mahomes and the Chiefs come out aggressive after that embarrassing loss to Indy, and they are going to try to make a statement and really put points up on the board. Like I imagine the enemy and Mahomes had smoke smoke this week while talking about the <laughs> gameplay. And, and Mahomes is like, I want to drop 40 on these people. So I I really I like the Chiefs in that matchup. It's gonna be a close one. My third one is Commanders versus Dallas. I got Dallas minus three and a half. Dallas is going to lean heavy into their run game with Cooper Rush. I know you're so happy tonight. I'm like, I'm taking Dallas. You like? Hey, I appreciate it, man. Look, look, we we just been sitting back. You know, we lose week one. We we winning games with number two. You know, everybody want to talk up a rush, but I don't want to. I don't, man. Just we just if we keep winning games, that's fine. I mean, Dak come back when he when he ready. Like I I think the estimate is against um. Against the Eagles, I think October 16th. So that's when he's supposed to be coming back. So we're going to see. Y'all rushing back. Y'all going to regret it, though. Yeah. We don't, there's no point, man. Like, that's not even a thing you can rush back. Like, he got to be able to grip We saw him. Russ do it. He was, he was booty. We saw Russ do it last year. It was not a good look. Dolphins and Bengals will be good since then. <laughs> yeah. Dolphins and Bengals will be good. It's a four-point spread on Thursday. It is not part of my five-fly, but I would take the bang, the uh, Dolphins minus four. And the, the most important, like the most important thing for me, this that game on Thursday is seeing the all-white unis, the free base Bengals unis. Bengals aren't losing in those uniforms, bro. Before they you would hope. You would hope they can't block hope. nobody to save their life. <laughs> Yo, they're not blocking but, nobody out there. Out there bro. Yo, but the free base Bengals unis are crazy. So I like, I really, I'm really rocking. I'm, I really can't wait to see. We got that game game. tomorrow night too. Yeah, Toya said you know it for the Chiefs over the Bucks. I'm really feeling it. I'm really feeling it. Like I like, I think, I think Kansas City is not about to lose two in a row. They're gonna come out no. skating. Um, Do y'all know who's at home in that Bengals game? Uh. I want to say the Bengals, are. the Bengals are home. So what? One little thing: home team normally wins on Thursday, and the Dolphins are coming off two games in a row where they had to claw and fight back. They might be exhausted off the uh, short week. Maybe, maybe. Look, you're not The two are hurt thing is definitely probably mm-hmm. the biggest issue. Because Teddy, uh, yeah. Teddy ain't, <laughs> Teddy ain't. Yeah, if, if two is not playing <laughs> or if two is no. highly limited, Bengals plus four makes a ton of sense. Like, but otherwise, I'm otherwise I'm confident in the way the Dolphins have looked and the Bengals have not looked. Uh, that's the key thing. What the Bengals have not looked like. But uh, last point on Washington Dallas. 
Dallas is going to lead into the run game. Commander's rush defense is 29th in the league. They give up five and a half yards per carry. So that's a bad matchup to be in where you know they go run Tony Pollard and Zeke at you like a total of combined like 35, maybe 40 times that game. Mm -hmm. Like between the two of them, like they might get 20, 15 carries. That's not a good look for you if you're Washington. Um Fourth game, I got Rams v. Niners. I got the Rams plus one. I'm kind of shocked the Rams are underdogs, even though they're on the road based off what we've seen from the Niners. I think people are putting a lot of stock into the history of this matchup where, like, up until last season, like, Sean McVay couldn't win a single game against Kyle Shanahan. But they won the very last time these teams matched up, uh, both in the regular season and the playoffs. So I like the Rams. The ties have really turned after week one for L.A., and they look like a much better team going forward. The Niners continue to look disappointing on offense every single outing, regardless of who's at quarterback. Last game is Bills versus Ravens. I'm taking the Ravens plus three. The Bills' defense is really banged up, makes me way more comfortable. Lamar's on an MVP tear. He's doing it passing the ball, which everybody was talking all that nonsense about how he yeah. couldn't do. He wasn't like that. He couldn't read defenses. He couldn't be accurate. And he is leading the league in touchdowns. It has more touchdowns than every team, not the Lions. And he has 10 hey, of them in the <laughs> air, 10 of them in the air. So I think that's a good recipe for him to really punish this Bills defense, losing most like basically their entire starting backside of the defense yeah so i like that a lot ravens plus three those are my five fly picks for this week did anybody else have anything bet wise they wanted to talk about or do you want to move into the bouquet i got a quick no. question what was the what's the what was the spread on the um the Lions seahawks game four and a half was, oh yeah for the lions uh, Yes, four and a half for the Lions. I wanted to bet it, but bro, I just you can't. I mean, it's I tough feel to like bet on the Lions. I can't bet the Lions as a favorite. The Lions were like, I think, fourteen and three against the spread last year. Like they were, they were just dogging yeah. people. They bet against them because like yeah. all their games were mad close, and they were underdogs in all of them by wide margins, right? But yeah. I don't think I can bet the Lions as a favorite yeah. yet. I, I'm, I just. It, my soul, my soul, let me do it. I'm sorry. I, I'm just low key. I'm just low key excited about the Lions. I think like the fact that they're the only team that got more touchdowns than Lamar Jackson is like crazy as hell to think. That is wild, though. Like they gonna they gonna shock some people this year. And I mean, it's already it's already. I mean, it's early, but they they're gonna be a better team. I mean, then we gave them credit for originally 100%. Oh yes, I think they almost they like halfway through to the win projection you gave them. <laughs> they are. <laughs> they definitely all face for a solid seven or eight for real. For real. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Speaking of a team that we didn't give a lot of credit to, the one bet I have is futures bet Jaguars to win the AFC South. The start is a joke yeah. in our group text, but it's plus two twenty, <laughs> and they still got the Colts minus one hundred. I think people are. I think the books are too afraid to shift over too early to Jacksonville, and they're putting a lot of stock into them beating the the Chiefs on some fluky shit. So I think think the Jaguars look like the better team by far. I mean, they beat them 24-0. to yeah, so. what's, what's crazy? <laughs> hey, what's crazy is that we all picked the Colts and, the, and I think Sam picked the Titans. I so picked the Titans. Right now, we we also right now. So definitely showing up. Hey, and the Colts Colts got the Titans this week, so yeah, that's a big big divisional game for now. Mm-hmm. All right, Sam, you want to close us out with the Ballers bouquet? Yep. So. Too often, the media only focuses on the salacious things that athletes do. Here at the Fly Route, we like to make a change, focus on the positive impacts the athletes make in their communities. Uh, A common phrase you'll hear me say on this podcast is, I know this is not a baseball podcast. Um, And this week's Ballers Bouquet goes to Yankees all-star catcher Jose Trevino, who is their nominee for the 2022 Roberto Clemente Award which is the service ward for Major League Baseball. Every team nominates a player. 
Uh, and since 2017, Jose Trevino has held Trevino's Toy Drive, collecting toys and monetary donations for families over the holiday season. He's found new ways to support his community in New York and his native Corpus Christi, Texas in 2022, including making a donation for every extra base hit to the Special Heart to Special Hearts in the Arts, which provides opportunities for theater, dance, music, and art for people with disabilities. So this week's Ballers Bouquet goes to Jose Trevino and the outstanding philanthropy he's doing in both New York and Texas over the course of the MLB season. Have to give some love to my guy. He's first-time All-Star this year and continues to be the most positive presence in the Yankees clubhouse. So that's why he gets this week's Ballers Bouquet from me. I before we wrap up, we got one more fantasy question from Davey. He says, "Would you trade Miles Sanders for Bryce Brees Hall? Brees Hall, I Bryce Hall is a <laughs> okay for <laughs> Brees Hall. I feel like Sanders is safer while Hall has more upside. Uh, I like Miles right now, especially the way that offense is moving yeah, in Philly." I just don't – you don't really know what the Jets look like yet because the quarterback change is about to happen. They got like, some young studs too, though. Michael they Carter. Do. Yeah, uh, I think – Tyler yeah. Johnson. I mean yeah, – they, They're still a young team. I think I think obviously the, the Eagles' offense is, is is better, but if you look at his action in the, in the past game, Miles should be getting more, but he doesn't, and he's also like injury prone all the time. So Brees Hall has been really consistent. As far as he's, they're splitting pretty evenly with Carter. Like Carter will pop, but I mean, Brees Hall, I'm pretty sure has had double-digit fantasy points because I got him in a couple of leagues. He's had double-digit fantasy points every week, um, and he gets a lot more involved in the past game. I think he had like nine targets this past week. So, and they're going to be losing games my, and working back. So, like though. they're going to be losing games and working back. And if he's getting a lot of love in the past game, like honestly, and if something happens to Carter, like Miles is just kind of. I feel like Miles has just been kind of standard, and the way the the the, the lead runner on that, on that team is Jalen Hurts. I mean, mm-hmm. we're being Miles is is injury prone. He's he's liable to. I think mm-hmm. it wouldn't be it wouldn't be it's a trade you can you can trade and then be like, yeah, I won that. And I don't think and I honestly don't think it would be it would be too far off if you're looking at the two of them overall throughout the season as far as overall production. Yeah. I think but the, only, the, only, the only thing that makes it is is the him splitting carries. But I mean, Gainwell's there, and Jalen Hurts is taking all those. Pick up Gainwell on your bench if you yeah, can, and even if you don't make the trade, just make sure you have some Miles Sanders insurance for sure. Yeah, my only concern about the passing game is we go from Joe Flacco to Zach Wilson. Facts. Right. I, that's, that's my big concern. Right, yeah, right. So I would wait a week if you could on the trade see how to it goes. see how. Zach Wilson involves him in the passing game because Joe Flacco, seasoned vet, is willing to take the running back screen check down sure. when things aren't there and let the running back try to make the play for him. But we know the young guys, they get way too obsessed yeah, with trying to make the big play even when it's not there. And Zach Wilson had that trouble season one and threw a lot of interceptions because of it. Yeah. Right? Hopefully he comes back better, but I don't know. It's been a minute since he yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have to see for sure. That's the thing. That's the thing. Joe Flacco is gonna take the easy check down. He's gonna take it. Let 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 Brees go do the go do the work. So I would say if you see Zach doing something similar this week, I would make that trade just for the upside. But otherwise, I'm a little bit like on the fence just because Zach may not utilize him the same way Joe did. I'm with you. I'd, I'd, I'd wait. So. Yeah. Definitely a, a wait and see. Wait and see if Miles stays healthy, and then uh, really, I mean, I, I'm benching Brees Hall this week myself, myself, just to give you an idea, because <laughs> I, I don't know yet. I got, I got, I got Carter and him in one in one league, and I'm gonna, I gotta bench them both because I really don't know what it's gonna look like with with Zach and them. So we gonna see. No, yeah, but if Zach gives him the same looks, it's he's that. I think it's an easy trade. It's a win. It's a big win for you. Yeah. For it's sure. a big one for you. And then, like, you could still put Gainwell on your bench for if Miles for when, Sanders for goes down. If, if slash when Miles Sanders gets <laughs> I didn't want to say when. I don't ever wish it on nobody. I still won't. He's just, it's just inevitable. It's, he's, it's, it's been inevitable. With him, 
I hope he can stay healthy. I, the sands I mean, of time. <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how deep your league is, but if you could get Boston Scott too, I mean, they'll if oh, he goes down. League, if you're in a yeah. deep league, yeah, they use they'll use yeah. both of those guys. Yeah. Okay. All right, that's dope. That's dope. That is it for episode 86 of the Fly Route Podcast. We appreciate everybody that stopped through, hit us up in the chat, asked the questions. Like, y'all were amazing this week. Uh, for everybody that's listening on Spotify and, you know, Apple Music afterwards, you can always catch us live with everybody else. 6.30 p.m. Central, 7.30 p.m. Eastern every single Wednesday. And we, yeah, we will hit you up again next week. Yep. Thanks, y'all. The, 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 the Fly Route Pod. The Fly Route Pod. The Fly Route Pod. The Fly Route Pod.